The Mike Jean Show podcast was brought to you by More Sense. More Sense is a candle company that uses all natural soy wax, vegan wooden wicks, scents that are added that are completely safe and not with all that other toxic stuff. More Sense candles burn safe and are safe for the entire family, including pets. The holidays are right around the corner. They're creeping up, y'all. So shop now at lovemorecandles.com and tell them that Mike Genius sent you. Enjoy the podcast episode. So what up? I want to discuss something that still makes me cringe a little to this day. In no way is this a sad story or anything. It's just something that I feel I should share. You know, in most cases, things from our childhood affect us. You know, it really be determining our moves when we get older. In this case, this story is about how something that, you know, you once were picked on or teased about actually had a bright side to it. I think life is really funny that way. So let's talk. And if you relate, share it with me. I would love to hear it. All that you need to know this is the Mikeia Show. So when I was little, I had long hair, right? Jet black, curly hair, wavy hair. You know, it was long. They used to braid it up, plaque it up, whatever. And it's still curly, but you know, I'm older now, so it's thinner. <laughs> you know what I mean? A little, little balding a little bit here and there, whatever. But I would give anything to have my young hair back. But I used to get asked all the time, is that your hair? Your mother put a perm in your hair? You dyed your hair? You're too dark to have pretty hair like that? Oh, you got that good hair. And this was from grown people, bro. Like, <laughs> like grown people, mad ignorant. And when it is short, it's straight. So I, I heard it and I still hear it to this day. It's just dumb. Oh, it irritates me. Anyway, I remember going to kindergarten and everyone thought I was a girl. So I came home and told my parents to cut my hair. I, I'm a boy. Everybody thinks I'm a girl. You know what I mean? And well, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. That's what I was told. But I remember getting my hair cut, though. I remember, like, leaving the barbershop. I remember them bringing me to my mother's hair salon where she worked. And everybody going, oh, my God, Mike, you got your hair. Like, I remember that. I remember cutting my hair was a big deal. I remember that. And um, I think my aunt still has my braids somewhere, like my hair, in, like, a Tupperware or something. Like, saving them, I should ask. But anyway... The battle of that continued because of my voice and how I acted and talked, okay? And I'll get into that. But first, when I was a kid, I was into music. You know what I mean? They tell the story all the time about how I would sing before I talked. I knew the songs on the radio. I was very, very into music and performing arts. And mostly female singers. I was very big on In Vogue, specifically Hold On To Your Love. And I had a chance to tell Dawn Robinson that of the group interviewing her, which is a a full circle moment. And that's what I'm going to get into later. But I love In Vogue. All in vogue, everything. And I was all things Whitney Houston. I remember going through my big cousins and moms and sisters and aunts, cassette tapes and CD booklets who had everybody in there. And I was young, knowing 
all the words, knowing and singing all of them songs. And that's why my music library in my head is full and my streaming platform playlists are jam-packed. There's a song for everything. I, I, I immediately go to something. If I see a word, if we're having a conversation, there's a song, there's a soundtrack for it. And I remember going into like my later years as a kid in my preteen years, I was into pop music. The TRL days, you know, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, Britney, Christina, um, you know, that era. Aaron Carter, uh, Mandy Moore, Jessica Simpson, 98 Degrees. Uh, you know, the, the pop craze, the pop era. And you know what I mean? I love Michael Jackson, New Edition, Sammy, Mario, Carl Thomas, 112. You know, I was a big Tyrese fan. I was a big R&B music fan. Usher, all of them. You know what I mean? I was and still am a huge Destiny's Child fan. Like, you couldn't tell me nothing about Beyonce, Kelly, and Michelle. You know what I'm saying? And the previous members. You know what I'm saying? I had a a wall. Their posters was everywhere. My poor little brother. Because Destiny's Child ran my room. You know what I'm saying? But as a kid, as a little boy, as a black little boy, that was frowned upon. When I simply loved music and the culture and those artists. You know what I mean? And let's not get it twisted. I grew up on hip-hop. I grew up on rap music. You know what I'm saying? I loved everybody, but growing up in the hood or black, if you wasn't listening to rap music heavy and wanting to be a thug or wasn't blasting hip hop all day, it was like you were weird. You know what I mean? And I I always thought that was stupid. I loved rap and hip hop. I played all the time about my past life. I was a gangster rapper. But, you know, the guys in my family and my father and everybody, including, including them, you know what I mean? older brothers, older, well, older, you know what I'm saying, older brother figures and older cousins and things of that nature, you know what I'm saying, were hip-hop heads. So I knew all those songs too. Anyway, I'm losing focus on the point. My musical taste and my mannerisms and interests were frowned upon, I guess you could say, and it used to bother me because what? (laughs) Like, why can't I listen to this and have interest in this or interest in that? I don't want to go outside and throw a football and get tackled. Like, am I wrong? I'm wrong because I don't want to get beat. Like, you know what I mean? Like, come on. Like, I got, I had my share of fights, like the best of them. You know what I'm saying? We fought, we slid, we broke our arms, we 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 we, we swung off the swing and, and and flew. Like, you know what I mean? We done a slide. We had our, we we did what we did. We had our tag. We did what we did. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like let me learn this song. Let me learn this eight count. Yo, I'm watching this video. I'm trying to learn this dance for this video. Like. Let me learn that. Let me let me learn this chorus. Let me learn this run. You know what I mean? I don't want to be on a football team. I, I want to be in chorus, though. Like, is that a problem? Not only that, my voice was very high, I guess. And my speech had a lisp. You know what I mean? And I was told all the time, you sound like a girl. You sound like a girl. I heard that a lot. I would even expect it. Like, I would, I would talk in a group setting or something or open my mouth. And I could see it about to happen. Ooh, you sound like a girl. I hear whispers. I could see it. And I'm like, what? And it was so annoying because I heard it a lot. Because like, how many times y'all going to tell me that? Or you act like a girl or girls do that. Or why are you always around girls? Or why you sound like that? Or, you know, stuff like that. Mad annoying. Like OD. Even now talking about it, it's annoying. Like (laughs) I was simply just talking and being a kid, literally a kid. Really into Power Rangers and building forts and jumping off beds and running around playing tag. Like, literally just talking, literally just walking, literally just, just, just talking, bro. Like, I didn't choose my voice or my speech or the little mm, twang, (laughs) I guess, I had in my speech, if that's what it's called. So now I'm six or seven years old. 
I've only been in this world six and seven years. I just learned how to speak properly almost. <laughs> like, and you're telling me I'm also going to grow up liking men just because I sound or talk a certain way? Damn, can I grow up and form my own identity and see if my voice deepens at all? Can I hit puberty? Is my behavior right now, can it, can it get grown out of? Like, because I'm behaving a certain way, maybe I'm emulating my mom or my sister. Like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm raised by a girl. Like, I, I, what, 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 maybe I'm, maybe, let, can I grow out of it? Like, can, can, can I have an option? Like, what, what's happening? Can I hit puberty, bro? Can a kid form his own mind and experience life before sexuality is placed or an identity gets formed? That is my problem, especially in today's society again. Everyone has their own journey and beliefs. You know what I mean? But I don't play with kids. <laughs> They're very easily influenced. They have a green eye look on life. It's beautiful and an innocence. And it's so damaging when life tries to end that and speed it up. That's a whole other combo. I used to sing, dance, model, all of that and be very extroverted. But in the late 90s, early 2000s, though I received love from that, because, you know, you get love from that. Oh, Mikey, dance, Mikey, sing, whatever, whatever. I also hated the the other talk and I wasn't bullied necessarily or or bashed. You know what I mean? Um, thank God. Well, I don't believe I was like other stories I've heard. I just I heard things. I, things were placed on me. And like, I'm just trying to go to school, bro. I'm just trying to have friends, bro. I'm just trying to play outside like. I handled myself, you know what I'm saying? I fought, I, I did what I had to do. It, it, it wasn't, I won't, I won't know, you know what I mean? Like, but why am I being compared to my little brother? Why every time I open my mouth, I have to hear that? So I learned how to be quiet. I learned how to be an introvert <laughs> and my people. That is allowing yourself to be silenced and just get through. And... You know what I'm saying? You have a big head. You're dark. You this. Why you walk like that? Why you talk like that? Why is your voice like that? You know, why is your skin so clear? <laughs> why is your hair so nice? It was why, 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 why. And that used to irritate me because leave me alone. I don't do that to people. To this day, I don't, I don't, I don't do that. You act like this. You do this. You do that. It's like... For some reason, people kept always trying to tell me what I was going to be or what I'm going to be or what I'm going to do or what you're doing. Why do you feel you need to say that? What's going on? You, why are you uncomfortable? I'm a kid. I want to focus on that. I'm focusing on being a kid. Not now. Being a kid. Anyway, me going into a shell didn't really last that long <laughs> at all. People who knew me, family, friends, who I let in, you know, my close people, my close circles, even in class, you know, my classmates, you know what I mean? Or my situations, my team of people, they knew me. They knew I was energetic, fun and a good time. <laughs> but I started being very selective of who, I, of who I shared myself with. You know what I mean? I didn't want to be noticed in rooms. I didn't want to be talked to. I started going from the front and I liked hiding in the back. I like being the one in the corner. I would go into situations in groups and in class and try to be the quiet one and not be noticed because I didn't want to hear it. You know what I mean? Even if I, I felt like I needed to come in at a certain moment or 
or take charge in a certain situation. It's like, no, it's okay. They got it. Because I don't even feel like, uh, you know what I mean? But it never failed. <laughs> I attract people. Not even being cocky in no way because... Seriously, I want people to leave me alone. <laughs> After I'm around a bunch of people, my social media really gets low and I need to recharge by myself. But when you're called for the front, playing the back just doesn't go that way naturally. It never goes as planned. Like, I be fighting the current. Like, I be really trying to be like low. You know what I mean? People are always intrigued. And I find myself social and then knowing everybody, becoming popular, becoming known, whatever. And it took me a while to understand that and accept that. You know what I mean? I'm very private when it comes to like like private life and love life and things of that nature. And somebody always want to know your business and want to know what's going on with you. And when you like are exciting and, and fun and all that, they also expect that from you all the time. And I'm not nobody's entertainment. <laughs> like I'm not your entertainment, bro. Pay me to like host an event. Pay me to be your entertainment. But I'm not your... You're, I'm not always on. It's not always Mikey dance, Mikey sing, Mikey talk, Mikey this, Mikey that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not always the fun when I'm not your comedian. Like, you know what I mean? Like, let's let's be clear. That's another story as well. But anyway, people are always intrigued. And, and like I said, I find myself in those situations. And it took me a while to understand that and accept that. It took me a while to understand that I have a light that is needed in a lot of places. You know what I mean? And Lord knows I try to just be silent and not be in the way. And the point of all this is you would never know when you see me on stage with a microphone in my hand that I went through that or that is a struggle. Or even now speaking on a podcast, I don't even remember when I got the confidence to speak in front of people and be this guy. I fell into media and radio and using my voice and all that. Grabbing a mic and talking in front of a large crowd is crazy to me because who the hell do I think I am? Like, little Mikey who sounded like a girl is cringing. He's looking at older Mike like, you're tripping. I would never. But it's a blessing because every time I see, every time I see or reflect on being on stages or projecting my voice into a room, standing up and talking in front of a crowd, listening back on the podcast, I'm like, wow. Every time I like take charge and say, oh, I'll say it or I'll do it. Oh, and, and address a group of people. It's crazy. Like, look how something that bothered me so much turned out. You know, pe things that people used to kind of like say, your voice, your this, your that turned out. You know what I mean? People want my views on music. Performing arts actually saved my life. People want me to speak. Pay me to speak, to talk. My voice actually turned out to be the greatest thing I can have. I get compliments on it all the time. All the time. It's crazy. I'm talking about even like I mentioned earlier, my my skin and my hair. Those things is what I get compliments on now. It's crazy. It's crazy how an insecurity can turn into security. Ooh. Ooh. It's crazy how an insecurity can turn into security. I'm just happy that God brought me through a lot of stuff I struggled with as a child. And I'm thankful that I still struggle with certain things because it gives me a chance to get better and prove it or that thing or them people or whatever. Prove to myself, you know, wrong. You know what I mean? I'm given a chance to flip whatever script was given to me and make my own mark, you know? 
I'm human and life is real. So I'm not going to act like things don't replay or things don't come up. You know what I'm saying? That still kind of puts me in that mode or, 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 or become that little kid again. You know what I mean? But, you know, you never know people's insecurities and struggles. You know what I mean? There's so much more I can say about childhood and being a kid and childhood trauma. My opinions on a lot of things and all of that. And I'm going to use my voice, no pun intended, to address more as time goes on and if I feel led to. I'm 32 years in and I'm just being okay with certain things about me and accepting certain things I can't change. I'm also undoing what was put on me. Some things or behaviors or identities or habits we do because it was placed on us or we are products of our environment. You know what I mean? Even down to you're going to be just like your father or you're not going to be anything just like this one or that one or people who are compared to their siblings or you know, you're not going to go to college. You live in the hood. You're just like, a, you know, even down to certain things like that. That's not that direct, directly my situation. I'm just giving examples of what I mean by what I just said. You know what I mean? Sometimes in some things we have to unlearn and, and reteach ourselves. It's it's really freeing and it's really work. And after you see, you know, the 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 fruits of your labor, it's it's really dope. And I'm thankful for my family for unconditional love, regardless, and true friends who've always had my back. It keeps you sane and in order in a world full of hate and chaos. You know, I look at kids now and I'm very sensitive about what I say when we have certain conversations. They're so exposed to certain things and and, and everything is coming from out of everywhere. And they're also they also have a lot of freedom to make their own decisions in a little child's mind. And you have to be careful with that. And, you know, I'm very careful with what I say, how I act and what I do and what people say about me around them. So, you know. Just just be careful with that. Um, Anyway, (laughs) thank you for listening to me and listening to my voice. Just want to kind of give that backstory. You know what I mean? Mike wasn't always no talker. I always was a talker, let's be clear. But Mike wasn't a, a public speaker. Mike wasn't that guy because Mike didn't really like his voice like that at all. You know, even to today, I wish it was a little more deeper, a little more, uh, a little more, ah. Uh, but you know what I mean? You got to <laughs> work with what you have. You know what I mean? Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this quick chat. I love y'all. Love yourselves. You know what I mean? And we will talk. See you soon.